This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back to Bink at Night. Jay Binkley, Julio Sanchez. So we all know Madison Bumgarner. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, we do. 2014. No love lost with Madison Bumgarner. But I'll say this. I think there's sports hate with Madison Bumgarner, but I think there's respect as well. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he was the only reason they lost the 14 World Series. Him. Like, it's one guy, oh, which yeah. baseball oh, you yeah. think is a team sport. Wasn't that year. It was all about him pitching. Like, he was that good. I would That's say scary. Your, I would say your statement was true back then. I would not say it is true now. I think he's rubbed a lot of people. Oh, he is. He rubs everybody wrong. wrong. He talks too much trash yeah. to the hitters. He, he, doesn't, he wants you to run around the base pass. He doesn't like you lollygate because he gets mad. But, He's a big baby. But last night he got screwed. Here's the Arizona Diamondbacks broadcast. After the one inning he pitched, he gets checked. You know, the, the umpires check him. You know, they check all the pitchers now to see if they have substance. They check their belts and everything else. There's no real official protocol for checking the hand of a pitcher, but this is how it always goes. Just a look, and away you go. All right, contrast that to this. Look at that was never a look down. Look at Bellino's hands, though. He's like massaging. Yeah, he never the looked. Hand. He never looked down at his hands. No. Adrian Johnson, the crew chief, is at third. He just checked the hands, made eye contact. You're good, and let him know. Bellino at first base never even looked down at his hands. He made eye. Con- he was just watching the whole time, kind of baiting Mad Bum. And and the, and the weird massaging of the hand. It, it was it was. I mean, excessive is, is about yeah. the only word that comes and, and, to me. And it was a little longer than normal, just kind of waiting. He was out question longer than normal. Just waiting, 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 waiting for him to snap. And he did. He snapped and he said some things that got kicked out of the game. It's only a matter of time. But afterwards, after the game, you know, he played good cop with the whole thing and whatever. But here's the thing. This is something the union should get involved in. Seriously, they, they railroaded him and they screwed him. It was very creepy, Julio. It was very awkward and creepy. Yes. Bellino was rubbing his hand, not even looking at his hand for substance. He was staring in his eyes. What he was doing was baiting him in to saying something like he knew he would. Like a long-lost love. He's just looking right in his eyes. Dude, dude, it was creepy, man. Like, if I'm mad bum, I'm just like, man, come on, dude. This is, this is too weird. Like, I would have said this is too weird, bro, and, like, been done with it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He must have told him off though because he got he got thrown for game. But the guy, the umpire wanted it. Like you talk about the ump show, this was the ump show. Like forget about Angel Hernandez and the stupid calls behind home plate. This was worse than that. 
You know what? If it was any other pitcher other than Baumgartner, I, I would I would hold that stance. But because it's him, and because I feel like he's a, a trash individual, I, I kind of enjoyed that. Thoroughly, you enjoyed, enjoyed Bellino doing that to him because I now, thought the whole I've, thing was 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 downright weird, man. Uh, it was weird and awkward, a hundred percent. But because it was. Dude, he was massaging his hand. You got to pay like 200 bucks for that kind of massage. You know what? That's why he continued to let him do it. I I think you secretly enjoyed it. No, he didn't enjoy it. He just kind of left it out there and just kind of like let him. Bob Gardner didn't enjoy it. He was doing what was required. The ump went way way above things. Giving him too much credit. He he loved that hand massage. No, because he snapped. And you blame him for snapping. I don't because that was weird. If that happened to Zach Greinke. Or if that happened to Brad Keller, then 100% we, I'm with you. We'd all been pissed. But it didn't. It happened to Madison Bumgarner. You remember how bad this town hated Angel Hernandez? Yep. They would hate Bellino just as bad if that would have happened to him. To me, he has no business umpiring games because that is beyond. It's too personal. I agree. But that, is, that, that it's above and beyond because you baited the dude into saying something. It's like it's like you're causing the infraction by your actions. Well, it's but but he's preemptively doing it because it's only a matter of time before it something goes wrong with Baumgartner and saying something or being being a jerk. It's kind of like a jerk and showing showing the umps up. It's kind of like that's what he's doing. It's kind of like a guy you know handing you a bag of pot and say, "Man, just hold this for one second. You're like, "No, man, I shouldn't hold this. It's not legal." And then boom, you hold it, and then boom, you get it busted for holding marijuana, even though it wasn't yours. It had nothing to do with it. It's not yours. He was baited into this. Because the umps were tired of him showing them up constantly. It, he deserved it. That was a that was a good reality check. Dude, now it was a weird reality check, but it was a good reality check. There was nothing good about that, Julio. I, I bet it was I bet he watches his tone with the umps going forward. I mean, Deshaun Watson is probably watching that go, ooh, look at that massage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Too soon? Uh, too soon. Allegedly, he would have liked it. Uh, al- <laughs> Allegedly, he would have liked that. Yes. Thank you for not getting a suit over here. How much would you pay for a hand massage like that? I mean, for that kind of massage, I'd pay a lot of money because that was a damn good massage. He was all up in there in between the tendons and the bones and just kind of, he was getting in there, man. Should he have asked me. for a chair? He should have asked for a tip. But, dude, he didn't even look at his hand. No, he looked, not one time. He looked straight <laughs> he in his eyes. He just looked him straight in the eyes. Like, <laughs> look at me. Look at me while I'm doing this. I'm shocked. It was very sexual. I'm shocked Bumgarner didn't punch him. I like, mean, honestly, I, no I one Bumgarner. Like, that's something he'd do. I but think he, he didn't Merrifield, pull his hand away. That's what I'm saying, Bink. He enjoyed it. He well, secretly enjoyed it. Well, he's from where, like, Whit Merrifield's from. And Whit's, I think the first time he ever faced Whit, he hit him in the head. Like that that's the kind of guy Bum, Bum like Gunner he deserves it. Bum Gunner's always been like Yeah. He he's an honorary pitcher and he deserved he deserved that treatment and it only happened to him because of who he is. But I'll, I'll tell done. you this much he couldn't be a nicer guy. Like at the All-Star games they just sit there in their little booth and you come talk to him and ask him questions more than generous with his time. I was there in 15 and talked to him I think Vern was there in San Diego in 16 and he's more than willing to talk or whatever. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Of course, he's not playing. He's in a casual setting. It's the all-star game, but he couldn't have been. I was shocked. Just uh, just don't step between the lines with him, right? But, dude, I, I don't care what kind of a-hole you think he is. Like, a-holes don't even deserve that massage. Deserve what? He, he, got a, he got a hand massage. What is so, what is so terrible about 
The umpire massaging his hand Dude, and it was staring freaky. him in the eyes. Other than There's no being real a little official weird protocol knocker. for checking the hand of a pitcher, but this is how it always goes. Just a look, and away you go. All right, contrast that to this. Look at... That was never a look down. No. Look at Polino's hands, though. He's, like, massaging Yeah, he never looked, he never looked down at his hands. No. Adrian Johnson, the crew chief, is at third. He just checked the hands, made eye contact, you're good, and let him know. Bellino at first base never even looked down at his hands. He made eye contact. He was just watching the whole time, kind of baiting Mad Bum. And, and, the, and the weird massaging of the hand, it, it was... It was I mean, excessive is, is about yeah. the only word that comes and, and, to me. And it was a little longer than normal, just kind of waiting. <laughs> yeah. It was out question longer just than Just waiting, 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 waiting for him to snap. It was the weirdest thing I've seen in pro sports in a long time. He was giving him that sexual healing, Bink. And I, and giving I've him seen, that sexual healing. And I've seen NFL refs kind of getting away, and you're kind of wondering the on the take because they bring a runner yeah. down or whatever when we watch the high school ball or college ball. Like, I've seen that happen. But I've never... And I watch a lot of sports. I have never seen something as weird and bizarre as that moment with that ump in Madison Bumgarner. He was just making sure he was nice and loose by giving him some sexual healing and staring him in the eyes and making it very passionate. Dude, in some states, he would call that sexual assault. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he could sue for sexual assault on that one. I'm just saying, man. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. And you know what? I don't know if Bolino's got a history of this. I mean, it would be fun to go back and look at his checks. Okay, compare them. Like, I'd like to see the comparisons with Bolino. Like, show him doing with other pitchers. Like, show him doing it. And if he's just looking straight at the belt, the hand, and he lets him go, then that's a problem. If that was more, a lot more than he's ever done, they got to look at the situation and the, the fact that he did Mad Bum that long, they got it. I mean, if there's anything that wants you, well, of course, robots can't check hands. Like, if you want robot check, unless you stick your hands under a thing, which they could do that. Like, you put your hands underneath the scanner. Yeah, I mean, because I already talked about robot umps, but, you know, if we do robot scans. I mean, really, they need to go back and look at what games he's umpired when Mad Bum's pitching. Well, first of all, and see what those dynamics Umpires are. don't need to cheat anymore because the baseballs. They favor the pitchers. Yep. Like the pitchers were the ones getting screwed the last couple of years because the ball was just jumping out of that park and now it's dying at the warning track. Like this is now a pitcher's league. Yeah. Like they're gonna Unfortunately. put up, they're gonna put up sick numbers and sick 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 ERAs because that ball is dying. I mean, batting average is down, home runs are down, everything is down across baseball. We talked about it last night with these numbers down. It's favoring pitchers, they're gonna get some contracts because all these rules are slated to them and they love it. You, you they mean, absolutely love it. It's the hitters that are freaking out about it now, but they've had it made the last couple of years because the ball's jumping. Now it's not jumping, and it kind of sucks. Yeah. But MLB, these pitchers don't need to cheat now. MLB gave themselves their own hand massage. <laughs> the spider tech, what's the, why even use it now? You don't need yeah. to. That's weird, man. It, it made me uncomfortable watching it. it. It turned me on a little, but it also made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Maybe I'll go home and play with my own hand tonight. I don't know. Did it make Too you far? curious? Did no, it probably. make you curious for hand massage? No. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. Now. So I said, maybe tonight I'll go home and explore. I mean, it looked very passionate and caring and loving, and you know, maybe that's something I need to experience in my life. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
But Mad Bum's a mean dude, man. And I can't imagine the fact they did it to him. How embarrassed is he right now? Like, of all the that. people to do this to, they did it to him. <laughs> that, and he's probably, he's, he's probably right. the angriest SOB in pro baseball. Uh, I bet, But again, I, I bet he doesn't disrespect the umpires for the foreseeable future. I mean, I, if I'm another umpire on that crew, I'd be embarrassed. Like, if, if, you, if you did that, yeah, Julio, when yeah. you and I were on the same crew, and you're over there massaging a player and embarrassing the rest of the crew... I'd have issue with that, man. I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? But man? he was he was standing up for he was standing up for the other umpires. I know that's but why I'd he be like, did bro, it. Bro, what are you doing? They're all sick of him. Yeah, but if you if and if I'm Joe Torre, I'm going, dude. Head of MLB, I'm like, you're 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 done for at least a couple weeks or months until you go to counseling or whatever. But that was you can't do that crap. See, but you you say that, but if it was a player that's known to be a jerk, right? It's a Bill Belichick situation, and I go up and give him a hand massage and make him feel awkward and make him look dumb, you're probably going to pat me on the back and be like, "Yeah, way to show him up." <laughs> right? I don't know, man. It was <laughs> seeing that whole meme, put the music and everything is so the- sweet. So it's sweet. gotta be embarrassing for him. It's beautiful stuff, man. Do you remember a few years ago where he was doing bull riding or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. And he had a fake name. Yep. Like they didn't know who the hell he was. This guy's won three rings. Well, now he gets free hand massages, so it's like to Tony Stewart when he used to go on fake names right on dirt tracks. Because he wanted people to know who he was. I got just the song for us coming back, but <laughs> regardless. I want to hear those comps again. Chase receivers with some of the people that have comped them next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Medicine. Let me rub, rub your, your palm. Hand. Let me rub your hand. It was a nice moment between Bellino and Bumgarner. Told you he's giving him some sexual healing, man. It was that loving feeling? I feel like you're just jealous. I know you're gonna drop Get an F bomb on like me. That. Say it. Say it, punk. You're just jealous. Say Get your it. own hand massage. I know you want to say it. Get your own hand massage. I'm not baiting you into saying it. No, I- I'm gonna pass. And you're not getting a hand massage either. <laughs> No sexual healing for you. Couldn't happen to Mad- anybody uh, nicer than uh, Madison Bumgarner. Huh? I mean, it could. It could. Maybe it didn't, though. But it didn't for a reason. Didn't happen. Uh, by the way, our text question we asked earlier, where would you put two more NFL teams? I got a St. Louis, but St. Louis already had your chance yeah, twice. They had their chance. No, I would say Oakland. <laughs> they need a new stadium, though. There's, a, there's actually turds to float in that stadium. They lost like when it floods, it de- I'm not kidding. Oh, yeah. That's... I say that as a joke, but there's literally turds to float. They lost what, They lost the Raiders. They're, they're going to lose the A's. They're done. How about the A's making fun of the attendance for the Giants? It's like, dude, <laughs> yeah. you got the lowest attendance like in to, baseball. Like, like they're the team to talk. There are peewee leagues. There are Fourth of July parties and driveways that have more fans than you do at Oakland. And you're gonna laugh at the Giants. The place tonight. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> they, need to be, feisty. they need to be massaging the hands of the Giants. 
<laughs> they right. own the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? All right. So Cinco de Mayo started early for you, didn't it? Well, you play the music and get me in the mood. Yeah, it's sexual healing, man. This isn't Beak at Night. This is Love Line. Hello. 913-576-7610. It's not that kind of hotline. If you've been wronged by a man, nope. give me a call. Nope. Not that kind of hotline. Don't don't you invite that to this show. I got I to gotta answer the phones. Please don't do that. If you've been wronged, nope. ladies, you need to talk. Let's hash this out. Or if you've been wrong with the lady, let's, let's, let's discuss this. Bink's offering free hand massages. I need CJ to call in. I need love. That voice, you know? All right. I, I think we're done with this now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely 823. You don't want to do love Thursday line night. for 15 minutes? Am I going to get paid? <laughs> you get paid the same? More than minimum wage? Then no. You're, you're going to get paid the same you do always. Then, then no, Whether I talk bills and chiefs or we do love line. Uh, all right. I mean, you know, it's a little bit slow as far as the sports season goes. So I, right. I can entertain that. All right. So last segment of the no, show, we'll do love line. No NBA tonight, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last segment softball. of the show, we'll, we'll do love line. It's great, but, you know. Well, but anyway, uh, Carrington had on Tim Lester. Had him on over the weekend. And he brought up Julian Edelman, but gave Carrington a better response to it. It was uh, Tim Lester, the head coach of Western Michigan, was asked about Sky Moore and the comparison he'd give. Because we heard the comparisons with Brett Veach yesterday with some of the picks. Here's Tim Lester on Sky Moore's comparison. Uh, and maybe it's because he came from our league, you know, and because he was an ex-quarterback. I think of Edelman. I mean, he, he is like Edelman. He is super smart. You, you move him around. He's good enough to play outside. Uh, but if you get him inside and put him on a linebacker, it's it's a wrap, you know. And and watching uh, – he went to Kent State and, uh, in our league, and then obviously he's had a great NFL career. But uh, he's the one that, you know, that I think he's probably top end faster than Edelman. Uh, but as far as the, the different things you can do with him and the way he sees the field and the way he gets like another coach out there. and uh, Yes, he's probably designed to be in the slot, but he's – big enough to play outside when you want him to be outside. So uh, he, you know, that that's the guy that I think about because we, we used him like that. We moved him all over. I mean, the reason we got him all those catches is we put him on. We always gave him good matchups because if we put him on one side, he was going to be double teamed. And so we we ended up moving him on most plays and then trying to get him good matchups. So that's his, that's, his for, that's his former head coach at Western Michigan as far as his comp. He comped him Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman played Quarterback his whole time at Kent State, but obviously the Patriots many receiver. They're ne- nearly the same size, three pounds difference between the two, the same height, everything. And, of course, if they drafted Edelman, that's pretty damn good. Here's what Brett Veach comps guy as when he's on with Fesco yesterday. You know, I think he has some, you know, Stephon Diggs in him. You know, I, again, I think he, he's a guy that um, when asked to play on the outside, he can do it, but I think he's a great route runner. Um, I think he's a savvy route runner. I think he um, he's great after the catch. I think he's competitive. I think he's smart, um, line him up all over the field. And, you know, Stefan wasn't the biggest guy, but you can do a lot with him. Um, and he creates some, some matchup problems. So, again, I hate putting uh, – these guys will have enough expectations on them to begin with. So, uh, I hate – I'm very cautious throwing names out there. But And I like that, though, because you got to be careful when you're throwing comps. You always have to be careful. Like, I've heard guys comp to Mahomes already, and they're, they're not. <laughs> they get comp to Mahomes, and they're not. I heard comps to Mahomes in this year's draft class, and the guys went in the third round. If you're comp to Mahomes, you're not going in the third round. You're just not. Because if they think you're Mahomes, you're not going in the third round. You're not doing that at all. 
I think the quarterback situation, the over under, some people are saying that it's six and a half for quarterbacks next year. Like quarterbacks are fine right now. The AFC's loaded with young quarterbacks. The NFC's drying up. The NFC's drying up eventually. But just just like every generation, you need a new influx of quarterbacks into the league. But coming up next, my conversation with Mark Ross, former uh, NFL front office guy, won two rings with the Giants. He's an NFL Network analyst, and he absolutely loves the Kansas City uh, Chiefs draft and gives some insight on what uh, front offices are looking for with some of the draft picks, and we talk a lot of Chiefs next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You know, I think he has some, you know, Stephon Diggs in him. Welcome back to Bacon Night, Jay Binkley, Julio Sanchez, Sanchez. It's not Bacon Night anymore. We have a love line coming up at 845, your sports love questions. Yeah, did, did we establish this? Do we know what we're going to do now? If you want, if you have some sports love in honor of Madison Bumgarner getting hand massaged last night, your sports love. By the way, uh, I have sports love for this. Rizzo, LeVayhew, and Aaron Judge are slamming beers at the hockey game. That's become the new tradition. Um, with pro athletes slamming beers at other competitions. From the text line, just got in this car and stuff is getting weird on 610. That's how we like to keep it, my man. <laughs> it's getting real weird. Getting sports horny up in here. Love line for your sports loves coming up next uh, to honor Madison Bumgarner and what happened last night. But I had an opportunity to catch up with Mark Ross, NFL Network analyst, two Super Bowl rings he wears for the New York Giants front office. We talked about the Chiefs draft, and Sky Moore was one of his favorite players coming out of the draft. Two Super Bowl rings he has from the Giants. The NFL Network analyst. You can follow him on Twitter, at Mark. That's what they see. Mark Ross. Mark joins us now. Mark, good evening. Hey, how you doing, Jay? Hey, we're doing good, my friend. It is good talking to you. This is the perfect time of year to talk to you. I value your opinion. I know that you were very high on the Kansas City Chiefs draft, and not only that, because uh, you were really high on Sky Moore as well. Yeah, man, that was my guy. I've been saying for months that he was my favorite player in the draft, and I, I don't think there was a better place for him to land than with KC and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So, that really lit it up for me when they took him. But, yeah, just the draft as a whole, I thought Kansas City, Brett Beach, and he did an outstanding job of getting excellent football players. But the value and, and maneuvering around the board and just really getting tough physical football players up front as well with some of the players there and, and skilled players, skill, you know, just playmaking skilled guys and just tough, tough physical dudes in the front seven and, and the O-line. Well, he's probably a guy that you would have taken as well when you were in the front office, but he goes 54. I do these mock drafts. I had him going in the first round uh, to the Chiefs, and I know Pro Football Focus put him as the 22nd best player. Um, I feel they got a steal. A lot of uh, analysts around the country feel it's a steal as well. His coach, Tim Lester, came on on our station, and he compared him twice to Julian Edelman. Same size, even though Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State, but the same type of uh, hands. Both of them have excellent hands. Both of them, I guess Sky Moore was a former quarterback, even though he was wide receiver at Western Michigan. But do you see that comparison, or is there somebody else you're thinking of when you see him play? 
That didn't really jump off at me. Sometimes when I watch guys, you know, a natural, hey, this guy reminds me of someone, but yeah, I didn't really, for him, that didn't really jump off for me of, of different comparisons. It's just, I, I was really confused when I first watched him. I thought I was just going to throw on a guy at Western Michigan, okay, let me get through this guy and, <laughs> and move on to the next. It was really, but then once it's like, wow, this guy can play. And his routes, his hands, his feel for the game, his competitiveness, his run after catch, you'll see that. Just the, you know, guy's a thickly built guy. The number of tackles he breaks after the catch is just, I, I was really confused, like what I was missing. And this was months ago when I watched him, where he was nowhere on the radar of anything. And uh, just that, like, this guy is, yeah, first round talent, a playmaking starter in the league. So. I think teams will be – KC fans are going to be really happy with what they get with Sky Moore because when I looked at him and his skill set compared to even guys in the, that went in the first round, to me he was right up there with those guys. And, and some of the things he did I thought were some – his routes and hands are the, maybe the best in the entire draft. Well, he had some ridiculous numbers, very good numbers at Western Michigan, but sometimes – it's about projecting somebody to be great, like Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills. He didn't have, you know, really good numbers in Wyoming his last year, like 1,800 yards passing, 2.2 yards rushing. So how many times, because I know that colleges oftentimes look at high school players and they consider the system that they're in, and that's why some of their numbers aren't, aren't great. Maybe they're a passing quarterback, but they run all the time. When you're in the front office, how much of guys do you look at as projecting? We think we can take this guy to the next level, or maybe you think somebody hit their ceiling, but how much goes into that when selecting players? Well, there's definitely that bit of where players come from and, and what they do, but even when the guys, for us, or for me, it was their kind of natural ability that had to sort of get developed or their technique that had to be developed, but I never, like, productive NFL players were productive college players. And if you look at that, you know, not all productive college players are trying to be productive NFL players, but if you look at the great players in the NFL, they were, they were pretty good, despite some deficiencies maybe in technique or, or hadn't played a lot. But they, when you watch the film and you put them on there, they made a difference. And then when you watch Sky Moore, he, he made a difference. He was productive stat-wise. But, again, sometimes stats don't lead you in the right direction. Some guys can have manufactured stats, especially wide receivers with those wide-open offenses. But he was Western Michigan's offense. (laughs) Really, that that guy was the offense, and everybody knew it. And they designed things to to stop him. And he just – he got you want man coverage? Uh, let me beat that. You got press? Let me beat that. You got some zone? I want to run through that and and find open spots. So – he was one of those players that, you know, no one's really ready, ready made to play in the NFL, but he is that when you watch him play that he just kind of has a pro feel to his game and the, the mindset, the intelligence that just, it, I don't think anything will phase him and he'll be ready to go from day one. Talking to NFL network analyst, Mark Ross, who's a former front office guy in the NFL, a couple of Super Bowl rings uh, to his credit. And Mark, uh, a lot of people, you know, looked at the chiefs and said, okay, they're going to trade up for, a wide receiver, and oftentimes GMs give complete smoke screens, but Veach didn't, and he hasn't the last couple of years, and it's interesting. I went back and listened to the things he said uh, before the draft, and he said, listen, we have 16, 18 first-round grades on people. If our guy slips to 19, 20, or 21, we could leap up and get said guy. Well, they did exactly that with Trent McDuffie. Um, he was falling. I mean, he was looking at about, about 16th in the draft, they're able to get him at 21st, one of the top corners 
in the NFL draft and they traded with the Patriots and pounced. And is that kind of how things work, Mark? You guys have certain guys, you get first round grades, and if somebody gets to a certain point, that's when you make your move? Yeah, I think people were kind of confused when, when Brett said that at first, that we only had 18 guys graded yeah. in the first round, and people didn't quite understand what that means. Yes, you, you, not every, you don't give 32, just flat out give 32 first-round grades because you want those guys to really earn it to say, who are our top playmakers and who are the elite players that should be bona fide, without a doubt, first-round talent. So that's what he meant by that, not just, oh, well, if we get to 32, we're not taking a first-round player. But, yes, for them, obviously, they had their eye. They were you, you have draft meetings for a month, and then really leading up that week of the draft where you're really honing in on, okay, who do we go get? Where do they have to get to before we start targeting and say, let's go get this certain player? So I guarantee you during the draft meetings and discussions with Brett and Andy and, and the higher-ups that, all right, well, here's our group of guys that we know if they get to a certain point, we're going to go get this, get one of these players. So obviously Trent McDuffie was one of those players that they had extremely high that they felt, okay, now he's reached a certain range. We have to do all we can to go get him. And I, I thought it was just an outstanding value to get Trent there. I talked about Sky Moore. Trent McDuffie is very similar in that when you watch him play, the guy plays like he knows how to play football and has been playing football, and there's nothing that's going to phase him or intimidate him. He just has an outstanding feel for the game. He's an excellent athlete. Uh, so it, he was just – they're very similar to me in that the maturity, the intelligence, the feel for the game, that just can't be taught. And both of those guys, Sky and Trent McDuffie, kind of have that. And Karloftis is another one of those guys, uh, Mark. You know, he, he was weird because I saw him, you know, mocked anywhere from 12 to 40. And, you know, late first round or early first round, I mean, not mid to, mid to early first round, but Karloftis, I think, was 10th on Pro Football Focus's big board. He ends up going 30 to the Chiefs. I know a lot of Chiefs fans really excited about uh, what he can bring, a guy that really hadn't played a ton of football coming over from Greece. Yeah, and that's a guy, as you mentioned earlier, talked about, okay, the development of it. The guy who's really developmental, okay, has not played a lot of football. So we're thinking, okay, he's this good right now with this limited background. How much better can he be based off of what his natural skill set is? And that's what you're really trying to get out of a George Karloftis. And I thought at 30 was the perfect spot for him. I, you know, I saw some of it where he was, as you mentioned, top 10 and all that. I didn't think he was that kind of talent, but he was more so – where you're getting him there, and that's the perfect spot where where you use him. And I, I kind of group him in with, we'll talk about it, I don't know if we'll get to Leo Chanel and Kennard and even Brian Cook, where some of the most physical people in the draft, and I talked to Andy, we interviewed him on the network after the draft, and it was that, you know, did you guys just intensely go in and say, like, we just got to get much, much more physical because when you're grouping those those players together, Man, those are some physical, physical players. Well, you bring up Leo Chanel, and here's a guy that led Wisconsin in sacks, and he was at the inside linebacker position. So not only do you Karloff this can blitz around the edge, but, you know, Leo Chanel, I mean, he had numbers that we haven't seen from linebackers. I think three since 1987 that tested out like him. And Darian Kennard, you know, this guy won the best blocking award in the SEC. 30 pancakes gave up one sack at 350. I think he's got a great chance to start on this offensive line. But you're right. Not only do they draft players, they drafted physical players. 
Yeah, and Leo was another one when I watched him where I'm saying, well, what's wrong with this guy? Because he, I mean, this guy just produces. I mean, he gets after the quarterback. He's always around the ball. He is strong. He plays hard. And, you, you know, the the big knock kind of, he always is coming forward. That's what he does best. But, you know, use, use players to their skill set. Use them to what they do well. Don't say, well, he can't do this. Well, this is what he does. And he gets after the quarterback. And that's the value that in the NFL that you really want to have is guys that get after the quarterback. So Leo Chanel does it in a different way. We think of, oh, well, edge rushers. But, you know, do you put this guy in the middle or blitzing? And, you know, he really comes forward and is strong and tough and physical. And I think really surprised a lot of people at the combine the way he worked out. So I think this guy is going to bring an attitude and production to that defense. Mark, I also see that uh, you've added another title. Uh, looks like you're <laughs> going. Well, I mean, I I love the XFL. I'm very excited about it. I like uh, I liked it the first time, and I definitely liked it the second time, and I'm going to like it this time too. But you're working as what the executive vice president uh, for the XFL when it starts next year. Yeah, I've been doing that for the past five or six months or so, the executive vice president of football operations. So it's just exciting just building out a football league. And this time under new ownership, under Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia and Redbird Capital, with work, work, they're doing it the right way. And they have so much passion for the project. And they're, they're, everything they've done in their lives has been, you know, I don't tell people gold is titanium. And, and so this is this is one of those things where, they're trying to build it out the right way. We're trying to build it out the right way, but they really have their passion into it where they're going to make this work. And we're excited about it. I'm excited about it. We've got a lot of good projects going on and hired our head coaches a couple of weeks ago, some big names there with the Heinz Wards and the Rod Woodsons of the world. So uh, we're, we're excited about getting it going in February, 2023. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I absolutely love it. So any kind of football we can get in the springtime, sign me up for that, Mark. But, uh, you can follow Mark on Twitter, at Mark Ross. That's Mark with a C, NFL Network Analyst. Mark, I enjoyed your draft coverage. I enjoyed watching you on the network. And uh, once again, thanks for joining us. Georgia, anytime. There you go. Coming up next, we're going to try something different. In honor of Madison Bumgarner getting a massage on the baseball field last night, it is our first edition ever of Love Line. Right, Julio? Let's do this. Phone number 913-576-7610. Why don't you give them the J Southland Toe Service text line, Julio? It's a 913-5767-610. There you go. Love line, sports love. Sports love that you have in honor of Madison Bumgarner. Let's give us your most sexually charged takes, sports takes. Let's get in the mood. Let's do it. Call me next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. There's no real official protocol for checking the hand of a pitcher, but this is how it always goes. Just a look, and away you go. All right, contrast that to this. Look at... That was never a look down. Look at Bellino's hands, though. He's like massaging. Yeah, he never looked. He never looked down at his hands. No. Adrian Johnson, the crew chief, is at third. He just checked the hands, made eye contact. You're good, and let him know. Bellino at first base never even looked down at his hands. He made eye. Contact. He was just watching the whole time, kind of baiting Mad Bum. And and the, and the weird massaging of the hand. It, it was it was. 
I mean, excessive is, is about yeah. the only word that comes and, and, to me. And it was a little longer than normal, just mm. kind of waiting. Without question longer just than normal. Just waiting, 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 waiting for him to snap. And welcome back to the final segment of Bink at Night. Chief Inkley, Julio Sanchez. Loving you forever. Playing the love line. Sports love. 913-576-7610. Jay Southland Toast Service. Text line. 913-576-7610. First question we have, Julio, is from the 913. Gentlemen, I love my wife. Very nice. I'm glad you do. But very kind of you. She didn't let me watch the draft. She did one night. Get a divorce. You might want to, but she only let him watch it Thursday. And he says, what's the problem? Well, here's the problem, my friend. You got to tell her the draft is a whole weekend thing. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, baby. You know what I'm talking about? There's plenty of other weekends. There's weekends all the time. This is your one weekend to kind of stretch it out, get some snacks, drink some beer, take her to a nice romantic dinner this weekend. You know, maybe a little wine, maybe some some make roses. It up, make it up to her. Make it up to her. Sweet love. And just say thanks sweet, for letting me. Love. But but with your wife not letting you watch it the whole weekend, you can't exactly get all lovey-dovey. You know what I'm saying? You can't You can't do that. She missed her opportunity to have a weekend full of romance because here's the. You should have proposed that to her, though. Just do kind of a half romantic thing. Right. Take her to a nice dinner. Get all. She gets all dressed up. You sit down at a nice table and to be like, ah, my stomach hurts. We got to go. Because that's what she did with you, only letting you watch one night. Sounds like. Like, leave before the main course. Sounds like. Let her get her salad. Yeah. Yeah. Let her get her salad and leave because she didn't give you the full weekend of. Love with the NFL draft. You know what I mean? So I would stand up and leave. Love doctor spoken. Here's another one. My wife decided uh, we'd get married in the fall during football season. And unfortunately, even if our anniversary is on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, she wants to celebrate on the weekend. Sounds like he needs a divorce too. Sounds like better called Jungle Law. Should have chosen. <laughs> you know, or somebody else. Or I got this guy. That guy. I those, got this. Those are strange commercials, by the way. Just call somebody. Edelman Thompson. It sounds like you chose the wrong one. It sounds like you chose the wrong one. But if here's the deal. If you get married in the fall, I've always said it. You hate your friends. You just hate everybody. Because they don't want to go to your wedding. Especially if it's during football. There's so many other times. There's March, there's April, there's May. We got to be careful with the combine and the draft. So you got to work it around those. But, you know, June's pretty open. July's pretty open. Or the schedule never changes. Yeah, but your anniversary is going to come during football season. Whether it's a college football Saturday or a Sunday, you got to work it around. But, gentlemen, make it work. If you watch your football, you just have to do a few nice things once in a while. You know what I'm saying? I mean, again, you got to butter her up. You know the draft is coming. I once, Do some sweet things. I once read a book on love, Julio. Whisper sweet nothings in her ear. And it was, if you're nice all the time, the minute you step out and do something wrong, it's magnified. Magnified. 
But if you're yourself, a little rough around the edges all the time, the minute you're like, got to set that bar low. Hey, baby, do you want to go to dinner tonight? You know, just out of the blue. She'll eat that stuff up, call her friends, text her friends, call her mama, and say, JoJo's sweet, man. I mean, if you want to get her in the mood, text line has it right. Just mm. watch Chris Jones run that 40-yard dash. That's always get worth her in it. the mood. That is always worth it. You know what I'm saying, though? I know I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, if, if he wants it's to watch the energy. draft the whole weekend, you have to understand the NFL's a big deal now, man. You got to set it up right. Yeah, I mean, if he's not going to be into a date or romance the following weekend if you shortchanged him on the draft. You got to set the bar He low. wants to watch the whole thing. He wants to watch rounds two and three on Friday. He wants to watch rounds four through seven on Saturday. But then guess what happens? Saturday night happens. And that's an open date. Personally, this happened to me last Saturday. I was pretty tired. Because I covered the draft the whole day, Julio. Yeah. I thought there might be some romance in store, right? Go home and get a hand rub? I was just getting, yeah, it was a massage. I mean, I was ready for love sexual healing ready for love and you know what happened is you didn't get it i fell asleep on the couch then i had to uh, love i had to urinate right self-love i hope you didn't urinate on yourself no i didn't i looked at my phone and i saw it was 8 47 and i was like freaking out because they had the 9 a.m show the next day and i literally thought it was nine nine o'clock in the next morning then i realized i'd slept through the whole night all that romance was just out the window. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're a little tired. It's understandable. But I was fulfilled because I get to watch the draft the whole weekend. So my needs were taken care of. You know what I'm saying? We all have different needs, Bank. We all have different needs. We all have different needs. But so, it's Mother's Day weekend because here's the thing. For her letting you watch the draft, do something nice for Mother's Day. And if she didn't let you watch the draft... Just remember it on Mother's Day. Offer her a nice hand massage. Take care of your mama, but not your significant other. You know what I mean? Buy her some flowers. Make her a dinner. Make her a meal. Because your mama would have let you watch the draft. Offer to do some chores. Right? Your mama would have let you watch the she draft. She would have. If your mama really loves you. She would have. She'll let you watch the draft. That's what mamas do. Well, mamas let you watch the draft. Offer to do some chores. Mm. Offer to take her to Target. Offer to take her to Starbucks. Yeah. She'll let you watch that draft. Yeah, she'll let you watch your draft. It's three nights. It's not one night, ladies. It's three. One, two, three. It's worth a nice dinner, some flowers, some romance. Take care of your man. He'll take care of you. It's the way this thing works, Julio. Thanks to Mark Ross, NFL Network, for joining us. Thanks to Mike Danger from Rochester, New York, talking Buffalo Bills. And thank you, Madison Bumgarner, for taking that massage on the field. We appreciated it all. Gave us a brand new segment. It gave us a brand new segment. I appreciate it. Thanks for the text lines. And I'll try to help you out from time to time. We turn this thing in the love line. The love love doctor spoken. You know what? Why not? Jay Binkley, the love doctor. Yeah, why not? I'm terrible at romance, but you know what? I can act like it on the radio, and I've always wanted to do this. Got the voice for it. Like you've called Loveline. Call me with your sports takes and love. You know what, Julio? I'll be back at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning, Fesco in the morning. Ciao.
This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.